It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, friends. Welcome to this tradition unlike any... Did somebody scream mashed potatoes? That was mashed. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Fitzpatrick currently leads the U.S. Open by one shot. Is he going to win it? I think, think he will. Yeah. RK? Scheffler's going to win. Fuck that, dude. Stop. <laughs> Don't I do love that. how anytime someone's good at golf, if it's not Tiger, everyone roots against them. <laughs> no, like, that's actually a we, pretty fair we, take, but... We've I, been I mean, through this with Scheffler already. Um, also, my voice is I was going to say, gone. where'd you guys' voice go? We, have, uh, have, they, we left it left, at Ballerino yeah, last night. Yeah, they're currently gone. At the bottom of a bottle of Pink Whitney. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. mine, was sh- mine was more shot here at the bar last night. Um, than it was when I went to game one, just because I feel like there were so many goal celebrations. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm built different, so it's already back. Yeah, yes. you are built different. I tried to not talk. You as got much that as I podcasting could. voice. Seven straight days. You know, if you never take days off, you just keep you keep your voice in shape. That's goat material. What do you What do you do for? Do you do anything for your voice? Like, do you do you do uh, voice workouts? I just gargle balls. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Fucking Law. jumping right in. Fucking. That will keep your. your he's got to have one nice strong and... tongue on him. <laughs> this man's got one strong tongue. <laughs> I'm sure we could get some confirmation on that, but I don't think we want to ask that question on, oh on this show. I'm so glad I set this off the rails so early. <laughs> um, oh, look, we got a comment here. Nick Scott, Rory decides to putt incredibly today and make me lose out on the Cobra Wedge. Oh, man. Oh, that is ass. I'm going to pull up that leaderboard. I know I was dominating day one. Um, Spencer's the king of first day leaders. I'm the king of early exits. Dude, but. Colin. I, so my tickets were Colin Morikawa, John Rahm, and Roy McIlroy. And there was a time where that looked amazing. And then Colin blows up on the back nine. Yeah, he shot 77 yesterday. And then, and then 66, 66 today. today. Unbelievable. Um, the dude's shore game just isn't, like, 
it's crazy because he hits the ball so well. Because so he really doesn't have to lean on a short game. But if he struggles with like his ball striking, then like it's going to be a rough day for him. And I feel like yesterday it was just the wind. Yeah. Like, he in perfect conditions he's going fairway green. Yeah, he hits 15, 16 greens around, it feels like. The only shitty thing is, is it rained quite a bit last night. Yeah. If it wouldn't have rained, we would have seen an all-out bloodbath, which I think would have been electric. Yeah. Yeah, when the course wins, everybody wins. Well, speaking of an all-out bloodbath, how about, uh, did you guys see the video of our friend Grayson Murray today? Yeah. Snapping clubs. So he's, he's one less wedge. His putter was thrown into the fescue. Yeah. Went full psycho mode. But he ended up that. shooting like 83. <laughs> he does that when they're completely out of contention. Like, what do you play? The like, dude, the dude's a lunatic. You've seen all the shit that he's tweeted and stuff. Yes. Like, who is he? Who does he have beef with? Uh, Kevin Knott. Oh, yeah, Kevin Knott. And then they're like, that's like, fucking lockers that's like, right next to each other at the Talk US about Open. punching down. Yeah. Like, yeah. pick on a dude that doesn't weigh 150 pounds. So who finished the best this week out of live golf players? Um, I don't know if any of them even made the cut, to be completely <laughs> honest with you. There was well, a great tweet from Daniel Rappaport, who's he's a PGA Tour, just, you know, all the time. I mean, he works for him. <laughs> he, he, he works for him, so I get it. But he was like, the, the, live, the live players are an incredible, like, you know, the incredible in, in, 54 the, over par right now oh. like there was a point where all the players were oh in that, liv yeah in 54. 54 exactly yeah. wow he'd been he had that and one in the chamber yeah he was yeah. just waiting <laughs> every bogey <laughs> yeah watching those bogeys waiting for it i saw one that was like phil mickelson just bogeyed to go to like 11 over on his way out of town good thing the tour he plays on doesn't require good golf <laughs> yeah <laughs> there was also another one that was like uh somebody was they were like uh, what does he do? Or he, he's about to finish up his final hole of the tournament because it was like a Saturday after 54 holes. Oh, and there's so yeah. Grayson Murray shot 80 today. He shot 10 over. Jesus. Um, so Deshambo made the cut. He shot 13 over. Oh my god. So that's that's li- that's living. Yeah, that's like living right there. <laughs> he's living right. The, it, this thing keeps up rising up on me. Oh yeah, that's a riser. <laughs> Steady riser. Steady riser. We got Al helping us out. Thanks, um, Allie. I'm not capable. I'm like, I need a baby. I can't center. tell if the mics are going up or if they're just sinking lower yeah. into their seats. Yeah, I do tend to sink. My posture is, is awful. <coughs> we certainly had a night yes. last night. Yes, yeah, we did. We, yeah. Everyone not earned it. For those of you who don't know, the Avalanche won 7 nothing. Um, Lots of celebrating happened. <laughs> Lots of alcohol, lots of yelling. Yep. I think that sums it up pretty well. Videos that need to be deleted off Allie's phone. Mm-hmm. It's the worst thing. Incriminating dude. stuff. Yeah. Allie. She's. No. She, fo- she captures everything. You're yeah. never safe around her. Like, which is cool when it's like a good moment, but not then. <laughs> yeah, it's great once a year. Like, when she when makes us a cute little video for our anniversary <laughs> of everything we did over the years. You're like, I'm glad you do that. Yeah, yeah. But every other time, you're like, why? Uh, we're not. We're not. No, he actually just. We're actually, well, when I look at my face. The best ones are the ones from the Luke Combs concert. Oh. Those are 10 out of 10. Oh, uh, yeah. I was operating on a straight delay, like a TV <laughs> delay. Um, last night, the lights were on. Nobody was like home Spence for me. It looked like Spence was playing Xbox Live with a lag. <laughs> yeah, I, 
I remember seeing the video. Spencer like looks over, stares for like three or four seconds, and then answers. Uh. <laughs> um, let's do a little journey back in time as we uh, as we watch right now. Will Zalatoris and Matt Fitzpatrick are on hole seventeen. Uh, Matt Fitzpatrick is six under. We got Scotty Scheffler and Willie Z at five under. Hideki Matsuyama round of the day today, round, round of, of the, the tournament, week. 65. So he's vaulted himself in the top four. But I want to talk about us really quick because we got this little this little threesome here today. Of course, Thruple. joined by RK. And about two years ago, we sat in this exact same spot with this exact same dude and did our first episode. And today is officially episode number 100. Keep so thank Great you job, to, to all of you guys that have been there uh, from the start, to all the people that are just starting to tune in. Um, we're starting to get awesome guests on our YouTube. We do a live live pod every week. Um, we won't have one this week because we're uh, doing it right now, obviously. But uh, every Tuesday, right around 5 p.m. Mountain Time, we go live on YouTube. Um, we'll be we'll still continue to do that. There's going to be some changes down here at the DNVR bar, so we'll just mostly be at home um, for the next couple of weeks. But then. Um, once the bars are back reopen, we'll be back in these same seats. So make sure you're tuning into those Tuesdays. We uh, we have some guests on. We talk about golf. We talk about other sports. Uh, sometimes a little bit more than golf, just because that's what we we just get off the rails and then we just stay off the rails. So that's if yeah. Make sure you're subscribing to our YouTube channel as well. Uh, Big Drive Energy, of course. Like, follow, like, like, and subscribe. <laughs> Retweet. All right, Scotty Scheffler, birdie putt for the co-lead. He's going to make this. He's going to miss it. Yep. He's going to miss it right. It does look like he's aligned. It's on right. the way. It's on the way. Oh, oh left edge. Left edge. What a choke artist, dude. Does he? Can he? Here's a, a topic that we haven't talked about. Can Scotty even win anymore? Yeah, it's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> Some are saying I mean, it's been like at least over. a month, right? Yeah. Has it been? I don't know. That was... Well, there's a point where he won like three of four. I was is he kidding. Is he, is he, a <laughs> he, he won three of four tournaments. Yeah. Including I, the Masters, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a dynasty. Well, and, and so. let's talk about Willie Z real quick as we see him. Dude, it, real, this guy's unreal. Like, he, he without winning. It. To not, yeah, winning, to not win on the PGA Tour and be in contention at every major. I'm pretty sure now this, after this week, uh, somebody can fact check me on this, but I'm almost positive that this is his 10th major played in and his 10th top 10. I, I'm almost positive he's top 10 every single major that he's played in. That's insane, dude. Which and is crazy. When I watch him, I don't know. He doesn't, like, if I'm betting someone else and he's playing, like, he doesn't scare me at all. Yeah, well, because he's so he, bad at putting. Yeah, but then he I drains, a, like, 20, 50, like, that's uh, crazy. I, I think he's 198th on tour in putting yes. from, like, 5 to 10 feet. I'm waiting for him to blow one of these little figure eight tap-ins that he does, and it, it cost him big. Well, every dude, time I've seen him do it, he makes it. Well, and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy where how many other guys hitting like a two-footer does the cameraman zoom in like, uh, on true. their putter head? So he he knows. Like, I bet they get him a good angle right here too. Well, here, here's oh the, yeah, loop that puppy. He he's a perfect example. That of, looked like a good stroke. Oh, he didn't oh hit it hard God. enough. No He's going to be sick dude. to his stomach about oh. that. Left it just a hair short. Um, oh, no, the, like the, a 12-footer. I hate bo- the la- this last group, Willie Z and Matt he Fitzpatrick. That in there. Yeah, I saw the ball like hop <clears throat> kind of great if that would have popped out. Great oh players, God. of course, but I hate 
them both on the putting green as equally because first of all Willie Z is just a complete mess which I respect because it's kind of me <laughs> but fucking Matt Fitzpatrick putting with the flag in that is it does look a little dude, weird come on but like come on I respect like his commitment he's never like oh yeah pull it out you know he's just like leave it for everything yeah but he oh he's got a chance to take a, a oh look at oh, oh my the god quick pull up I've he done got, that move so many he got it times. halfway there well it ended up you Dude, just, you got the flag in. Why don't you just ram it on the stick? I feel like the pulling up the putter like oh. that. He's laughing about it. Why I feel is like he pulling up the putter like that? You should only do from twenty plus feet. But I like, think it's like an immediate. Right when you hit it, and you know it wasn't what you wanted. That's almost like his version of a club twirl. He does it on every putt. Does he? It's weird. Like I know when you hit a long one, and you're like you're very watching observant. It, you have the time to like you have time to throw it in the holster. Yeah, the I holster a two footer when I pull it left. Just like, oh, no, nope, get up. Face. But yeah, I just can't stand. And he'll, there's like three holes ago, he was not only putting with the flag in, but he had his caddy pull the flag out to read the putt and then put the flag back in to hit the putt. That is I weird. was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? But this guy is incredible because I have him, I, of course, I don't have him on my card this week. Uh, full disclosure, I did bet Will Zalatoris when he was, had a, he was at four under yesterday, and Scotty Scheffler's at six, so he was two shots behind. I live bet Willie Z on the DraftKings Sportsbook at plus, God, I want to say 1,800, 1,700. Let me check here. I think Rom wins the tournament if he doesn't blade one into the bunker or the other yesterday. Oh, my God. Look at the action on that thing. Is he gonna, did you see yeah. that, what he did on 18 yesterday? I did not see that. Hit it into the lip, right? <clears throat> so he goes into the bunker on the, uh, on the tee shot. And then his approach shot, he blades it into the lip right back to his feet and then oh, ends up doubling yeah. it. So he had, say, a, he had a one-shot lead, and he ended up coming all the way back uh, out of the last group on 18. Yeah, so I have uh, – pl- oh, no, I'm sorry, not plus eight, plus 300 was when, what I bet Willie Z yesterday. So okay. I am cheering for him a little bit. Um, do we know – what is the – let me check this because there's a chance we're here for a while. If uh, it's no, it's I think it's don't they, isn't U.S. Open an 18 hole playoff the next day? That's what it used to be. Okay. Uh, it, no, if Sunday's U.S. Dude, Open, Keegan Bradley's kind of got like the Phil Mickelson, like the struck. walk and like the thumbs up. Well, they yeah. kind they kind of get uh, this is like a home game for him. Yeah, he yeah, he's a Boston. He guy. said he had a ton of like family there and stuff. So I don't know, you know. Well, me, he was kind of pronounced like the people's golfer. What was it like oh. ten years ago? Like, just a man of the people. Okay, Who would so that be today, Max Homa. Probably, Max Homa is a legend. He only fired. Him. What's wrong with that? Why is he looking at it so long? Ooh. Oh, skirted it, but Max. he's going to be in great position. So if Sunday's U.S. Open heads to a playoff, they'll play the par four first hole and par four eighteenth hole, which run parallel to each other. The lowest total score on the two holes wins. So it is an aggregate. So if still tied, then they go to sudden <clears> death. Did they change that just because it wasn't good for TV? Like, everyone's the watching, 18 and then you would tell them to come back tomorrow? Well, yeah, I think that, like, remember when Rocco, Media, and Tiger yeah, went? sick. And, yeah, like, like, halfway a- through the round, you knew Rocco was dead. Yeah, like, that's true. You know, it, Uh-oh. oh, don't hit in the bunker. Get around he that. He likes it. Oh, Fuck. he's not going to like that. Matthew. Are we going to get a birdie bogey? No, I don't. I think if anything, we get par, bogey, three way. 
playoff. I, love, I want a playoff so bad. I want a three-way one so Last bad. time you guys were on, there was a playoff, Yeah, right? we've had back-to-back great majors and great After finishes. the first, like, every single one we did was terrible. Yeah. yeah. It was just a snoozer. The Masters this year was a snoozer, but then we've had great... Our, uh, our live show in here in a couple weeks for the... Uh, the open championship's going to be quite early, so make sure you all are up for that because that's normally a fucking teeing off at like 2 a.m. our time, 3 oh. a.m. Get your fucking bangers and mash. <clears throat> at least the last group will be late, right? Yeah, they usually finish well, probably around 11 our time, 10, 10 or 11. 11. Yeah, dude, you guys got to download the open championship app and then you can listen to the British radio call of it and it is it's so good oh i bet it's electric it is so good yeah like i i think is golf the worst sport look at keegs he's um is golf the worst sport to listen to on the radio yes like we were listening to it's terrible pga tour live on the way here on the sirius and like the guy's like He's got like he's like, Scott. He's got a three footer. It's up. It's towards the hole. It's in. And it's like, dude, it's a three footer. Yeah. Like you really can't make golf is talk like, about like putting lipstick on a pig, like <laughs> fucking trying to make something exciting that's just not. No, the the British call of the, of the open though is like Colin Morikawa stands over. A oh, they're yeah, with daffodils just waving in the breeze <laughs> behind him. <laughs> Maybe you should apply for that. Yeah, I think I, that was actually pretty good. I enjoyed. No, that. I love watching the European tour, like for a lot of reasons. But the announcing is top notch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, did you guys hear that the DP World Tour? There's a chance it gets bought out by Live. Oh my God! That Live Live is about to drop. They already dropped bags. They're about to drop an Billions. entire suitcase. Yeah. and buy the whole DP World Tour. That'd be wild. Jesus, dude. But like, RK, I don't know if you knew this. But the purses on the European tour mm-hmm. are like some of them are like a fifth of the PGA tour now. Oh shit! So they're like in a lot in a lot of cases oh. the winner. Oh yeah, this is always an iconic. Like all the fans. So they're letting them on the fairway now. What did you guys think of? They're letting oh, them behind the. Okay. What did you guys think of the setup in this and this golf course this week? Real quick, uh, the the GP World Tour. Um, purses would like probably multiply times 10 if live by so like if you have european tour status you go from making way less money than the pga tour to making way more money so and then you kind of don't have a choice but to play you know well and this this is actually the big the largest u.s open purse in history and the winner's taking home over Over three three. three that's is this the first tournament where the winner's taking over three i think so i think well because i know the players is always well, yeah, but even the players is like 2.2. Oh, no shit. So, mm-hmm. that, okay. I don't think he can go for this. What? What's his yardage? It's got to be upwards of 200, don't you think? Also, first potential ever U.S. Open winner to have braces. Yeah. When you, <laughs> Did Francis he, Rimet have braces in 19? I don't think those up? existed. I guess uh, maybe it's far enough left that he doesn't have to worry about that first lip. If he's trying to fade it. Well, and I was telling Spencer earlier. He's got I've, a long club. In I've game. watched Fitzpatrick like since he got onto her, and he used to strictly play a fade, and now he has completely retooled his swing to hit a draw. Wow! And now he's he needs or no he's he's wedging it out. Is he? 
Oh, yeah, he's all choked up on it, too. Maybe, maybe Big not. Screen. No, he's not wedging it out. Never mind. Oh, oh my. What a golf shot. Wow. Talk he about. Have just sealed it. Although we have seen him. Balls three, the size of church bells. We have seen him three three whack a few holes. On, like, on 11 today, that was a crazy, crazy swing where he, he and Willie Z hit it to about the exact same spot, and then he three putts, and Willie Z made it, and all of a sudden it was a two-shot swing. But. Unbelievable shot. Dude. I'd chunk that 30 yards. <laughs> that I would have definitely thinned it right into the lip. Unbelievable shot. Well, and in like all honesty, like coming out of the sand is not ideal, but the fact that he could put so much spin on it right there, because yep. if you're in the rough, there's no way you're stopping it there, you know? Willie Z with 129 yards to the hole. Gotta, Gotta make, make three here. He likes it. He loves it. He likes all it. Right. Spin for him. Oh, yeah. Come come down. Come oh, down. He's going to get a good read off Fitzpatrick. Oh, man. I thought there was more of a slope there. What? There's just instant reaction probability he makes that. 20%. I was going to say 30. I was going to say 10. All right. Well, <laughs> well we're right in the... I'm, I've always been the optimist. We're all in the low confidence range. Well, of averages. What 20%. are the chances that um, Fitzpatrick three, three jacks? Zero. You don't think uh, so? Dude, he's, he's done, done it, it twice like three, today. yeah, twice today already with a putt like that where he's hit it like five or six feet past the hole. Yeah, I mean his speed hasn't been great, but you know he's gonna fucking put all of his focus into this. Yeah, like he's not gonna let it like slip his mind. You know, this is to win the U.S. Open. Right. Well, there's still a chance for me to ca cash my Willie Z bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, and you guys can start cashing in on bets too, especially hockey fans. There's a final chase for the Stanley Cup, and it's here. DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the Stanley Cup Final, has a can't-miss offer for the most exciting series in sports. We've had the, mo the best time the first couple of games for sure. Um, oh, Lightning yeah. fans, uh, sorry about it, but there's at least two more games to be played in the Stanley Cup, so make sure you're heading over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, and you can do same-game parlays on, hey, like last night, even though none of the Avs' big three, Rantanen, McKinnon, or Landeskog scored a goal, Kale had a couple of goals. You can toss a anytime goal scorer in there with the Avs to win tomorrow night. Big Val is a great anytime goal oh. scorer, like odds wise, because I feel like he gets overlooked. But that dude is a horse. The hoss, yeah. Like I love that guy. Yeah, I he, too. he is. He is the key to like. He, he is the player that's just benefiting so much off of getting to play with who he does, and then just elevating his game into it. Oh, his a game different, a different realm. What four years ago he played with the Stars had zero goals. Yep. Yeah, and zero penalty minutes. It's yeah, like he wasn't even out there. Yeah, it's insane. Um, now he's in on every freaking goal. Yeah, and he's flying like he. Dude, that dude just fly. Oh the, my god! A thing and of beauty. for how big he is, how quickly he gets around the ice. He, anywho. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR, and new customers can bet $5 on either NHL team to win the game, and you get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the Stanley Cup Final. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details, and if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. I have that number on speed dial. All right, Matt Fitzpatrick to basically yeah win. win. Yeah, if he makes this, Nothing it's basic about it. Game set match. Oh God, sit, 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 sit. Oh okay. man. He so it's it's in, in Will Will Zalatoris's hands now. It's 
Down to Billy Z's putter. I love the fact that Scheffler's out. Yeah, I love the fact that we don't have to talk about fucking Buzz Lightyear winning another tournament. <laughs> Dude, he does look like Buzz Lightyear. Dude, what For Halloween, he should draw that little, like, circle on his... Why would you do that his, with your foot? His chin. The, Just him being, like, you know, doing the Sunday looper, like, foot off, tap in. I just feel like if you have to make that to, like, stay in, you... Right. Stand over that thing like it's a normal putt. Although I guess you can overthink it. Yeah. Like lining up like a six incher. Did you guys know Matt Fitzpatrick is like top 25 on tour in like every single category? Dude, he's had a great year for not really like hearing his name a lot. I feel like he's, if you look just down the leaderboard a hair, he's always top 10, top 20. Let's see how much money he's made this season on the PGA Tour. Let's see this putt go in first. Oh no, I just got it ruined. So lame. Oh my god. Willie. Willie, Willie, Willie. Look at that smile with the braces. You're I thought that was in the whole way. Dude, I did too. Never came right. His caddy's crying. Dude, yeah, Fitzpatrick's like consoling his caddy. Talk about a role reversal. What an amazing championship for Matt Fitzpatrick. Just that wedge shot on uh, 18 was something of fucking beauty. Really was. How the, far out did he have on that shot? I think they said in the anywhere in the 150, 160 okay, range, dude. Sense. So, oh yeah, Zalatoris. look at that. Uh, Wait, what's what? his brother doing? Going? Why did his to brother like, go right past it? Did, did he go <laughs> his to his brother, caddy? Maybe. Probably. Oh no, his caddy's over there. Is his caddy his dad? Who's your daddy, dude? How electric to be his brother. Also, I, I was I telling these guys for the golf. Piss off. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Fitzpatrick's brother is like a top collegiate player in the country at Wake Forest. So there's a pretty good chance he gets out there. Dude, look how different Fitzpatrick and his brother look. I know. Like His brother looks way cooler than him. Yeah. <laughs> He looks like the most pale, like, Mitchell just knows like, that feeling. Like, right I now. signed the wow. Constitution kind of look. <laughs> like, to me, he just looks like classic Brit. Oh, for sure. Like, he's never seen the sun a day in his life. His brother looks like he plays golf at Wake Forest. Yeah. <laughs> How cool is that, though, man? I'm so happy for him. He is pretty pale for a dude who spends his entire life outside. Yeah, he's got that SPF, like, 80. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a vampire. So who, who are all these people? Yeah, dude, he's got a Rory. Oh, all the oh, uh, see in that I will. This is a hill I will die on. I would rather party with the European tour guys than the PGA tour guys any day of the week. I mean, that's probably not a hot take. I don't that, yeah, I was gonna. I don't even know if it's a hot take or not. But those dudes can drink. <clears throat> wow, let's watch this. I need a different angle of this because this angle. It looked like it was going. Way. Yeah, it, even right there, it looks yeah, like it's in. Yeah, the foot, last five feet, it looked like it was going in. A foot short of that, that looked right in the center. Where's the ball? Oh, oh, there it is. Oh my god, dude. So what? You got a, a phone update, right? That said, like, what's his? It right? said, yeah, Matt I got. Patrick wins the it, Exactly. That yeah. Sucks. yeah. I never I look at my phone down the stretch, especially if you're streaming like illegally. Oh yeah, dude. Well, that's what like. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's 
Well, I was like when I watch the Rockies, I always have to stream them, but then like my phone will come up and it'll say they scored, and I'm like, oh, uh, cool. So he's six months older than me, younger than both of you guys, Matt Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Well, so just wow. going back to so he is this his first ever win? No. Okay. Um, going um, into so he's currently. Oh, ranked, I guess on the PGA Tour technically, <clears throat> he's, he's won a lot in Europe. He's currently ranked 28th in the FedEx Cup. So, just to go through quickly, all basically all of his main stats: strokes gained off the tees, 10th on tour; approaching the green, 25th; around the green, 18th; putting, 22nd; tee to green, five, 5th. Strokes gained. Strokes gains totaled two. Wow. Scoring average, 69.33, fourth overall nice. on tour. And just in 14 events this year, he's got seven top tens. So Dude. the dude's low-key a machine. He's really flying under the radar, though. Like, I feel like the average golf fan didn't, like... For sure. Wasn't privy to his game at all before today. Yeah, and, like, if you watch him swing it, his swing is so efficient. Yeah. He It's so repeatable. Like, he rarely makes, like, a really wonky swing. It's very... That reminds me of Cantlay. A little, yeah. Well, talk about a dude that's just disappeared. Yeah, where'd he go? He was the best golfer by a mile in the entire world. Like, remember that for a two-month stretch uh, playoff? Oh, last and Cantlay just stepped onto Shambo's throat. Yeah, I fucking love that. That was epic. Um, I think Patrick Cantlay actually had a good week this week, though. No, I think he's like well, he's around even. T fourteen, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. two over. So, all right, looking at the leaderboard and just like where where these guys are numbers wise you have a total of one two three four five six seven eight nine nine guys under par do you guys like a, a u.s open obviously we that's what we expect to see but in general do you think that's better for golf or do you think it's more fun when guys win the hyundai tournament of champions shooting 32 under it's better when it's cl- when par is a good score um but i will say i don't like when they play courses that only have two par fives yeah, hate it. I, I think it's it's great when you know, like, okay, he's coming down the stretch. He's got two par fives as a chance to, like, make a little move here. Like, when Rory's trying to make a move late or Rombo's trying to make a move late. That, so, I'm in between on, on the way this the, the layout was this week. But for the most part, it's it doesn't feel, it's not relatable when these guys are just birdie, 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 yeah. birdie. Oh, it, it's definitely... I think in all sport, well, not necessarily all sports, but it's like you said, it's more relatable to watch somebody struggle than just be because we all know that how good they are, but yeah. to see them slip up and, and I just three putt when, from twenty feet, you're like, oh yeah, I've fucking seen that before. And I love when they like the biggest difference between the courses <clears throat> like today and the courses that we play is th- when they make a mistake, they get punished for it. Oh, like, a- even absolutely. the slightest mistake, you know. Um, Scheffler like doesn't clear the false front and rolls back 30 yards. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like, that doesn't happen on, you know, the courses that I play at least. Um, and so I like it because it's like, it, it makes it more real. It's like, they have to hit great golf shot after great golf shot, which is what they're expected to do to score well and stay in it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I do enjoy when on the tour, at least I enjoy when the rough, uh, the rough is super penal. Uh, I think that's an interesting. You said peen. <laughs> Is it peen? Um, oh, uh, well. Look at quick. his dad. The uh, <laughs> big the, time dad. The goat. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think it really separates the field when, yeah, if you hit the ball in the fairway, you're gonna have a better shot at making 
you know, hitting the ball on the green all the time. But when, when you watch a course and a guy hits it in the rough and has just as good a chance to hit it close out of that, I love when it's like this where it's where they hit it in the rough and you're like, holy shit, can I even see the ball? Yeah. And can they even make a move towards the green versus like... Well, yeah, on the par threes, they were they had spotters putting flags next to balls around the green. Because yep. you, you could walk around the green and not see your, your ball in the rough. Um, but yeah, the U.S. Open is... I think it was perfect. Like, it wasn't four over par that was the winner. It wasn't impossible. And I think today, we, if if everything would have gone to plan, it wouldn't have rained last night, and the course would have played really challenging today. Like, yeah. even par would have been a really good score. Um, this is the putt that won the tournament. Yep, yeah, that was huge. I love the call right before it where it's like, yeah, this isn't very makeable. If you make this, it's your lucky day. <laughs> and then he makes it and he goes, I guess he, it's his lucky yeah. day. And he was right. Well, another thing that Fitzy has going for him, is he cool enough for me to give him like a nickname? Can we call him Fitzy or is he Yeah. Is he Matthew Fitzpatrick? I think he can be Fitzy. Okay. Yeah. Um he celebrates well. Like the fist the double like he gave it like the double fist yeah. pump. Oh no. Which no, you don't like that? It just kind of... Depends on the execution. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, that was what Tiger did when he made that putt at the Arnold Palmer. Like, the double... Wasn't it just the one? Or that the was... The double was the, at the U.S. Open with Rocco Media. That's... Yes, okay, the NOA. Um, Tory. But he knows, like, there's some guys that just look, like, forced and awkward. He does not look forced. Like, when, when he celebrates... It's it's done well. Yeah. Well, we, we've now got a. Dude, uh, he, a lot of people like him. He, yeah, he just seems like a likable dude, and now he's won an amateur championship and a U.S. Open at the same golf course. Talk That's, about horses for courses, man. And also just the the we, you guys talk about this all the time on the pod, and it's so true. When you play well at a course once, you just decide you like that course now. And every time you go out there after it, you just feel better when you're there. A hundred percent. And when I, you just like see it well when the and one of the biggest things is knowing the greens. Yeah. Because a lot of these guys this week was probably their first time seeing it. Or maybe their second time. This dude and like it's a comfortability factor. Like when you have played plenty of rounds at a course, look at this dude just mouth stuck open back there. <laughs> Somebody hit the pause button on his fucking remote. <laughs> it looked like you last night. Oh uh, yeah, lights are on. Nobody's home. Kind of look. Well, That's, uh, I will say I'm I'm kind of sick to my stomach about the huge oversight of not realizing Fitzpatrick won here before and not finding that mm. in research when I made my picks this week because you've liked that, him. Yeah, I've I've picked him three of the last five weeks to at least top ten or top twenty, and if I would have known he would have won, he won at this course already. I would have been all in, but of course, uh, hindsight's always twenty twenty. You're right, though. Like with Zalatoris, you just look at him and he's in contention, and you're like, "How do you get there?" <laughs> you know, and like, then, like I feel like the first time they show his shot, he like blasts one right. Like yeah. he hit that banana slice earlier today, and I'm like, "How is this guy this good?" Right. Um, I think he just hits it close a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like no. that one iron shot he hit that almost went in. They're like, he, he won't miss that. Yeah. So that obviously helps quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, but I, like going back to our case point, I feel like every time, like in, in every major, you know, he's in one of the final groups that's been the last couple of years, but he does get to the point where like he finally feels like he has it. Like after 11, he felt like he had it. He was up two shots. He just made a huge birdie putt. And then he 
you know, cuts one right into the rough where you can barely even see the golf ball. And uh, shout out to uh, what? David uh, Johnson. Director of grounds here at Brookline. Can you imagine the stress of the couple weeks leading up to that? No, because when the course isn't perfect, the whiny ass golfers bitch their faces off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the, the, the bunkers were weird. Yeah. The gruff was uneven. Well, and that's it's like a thankless job. It's like being like an offensive lineman. Like if it's bad, you hear everybody hears about it. If it's good, that's just what's expected. You know, like yep. it's it's a I wouldn't say it's thankless, but and well, this is years of preparation. Like while we're on the topic of groundskeeping, I got to give a shout out to just Denver City golf courses, though. I so, like I just have always thought of like Muni's as lower and I've been playing all of them this summer, and they are all pure. Yeah. Like Willis Case played there yesterday. It was completely pure. Welshire played there earlier in the year, completely pure. Obviously, we know City Park is in great shape. I, I can't get over what a great job they do putting great golf courses out there for us for cheap. I think all the uh, all this taxpayer dollars, the influx of uh, all the out-of-staters moving here, paying taxes you know the like fact that every tea time has been taken for three straight years. oh yeah that definitely helps and like a lot of people don't understand um city city owned golf courses are predisposed to like they get first water rights they mm. they have funding for their technically you know it's like a it's like a park you know yeah. so they they have a maintenance budget set aside for new equipment for the like but it, it, yeah, and they like have done a very good job um, maintaining it. Like the you go to Welshire, whatever their greens are pure. You're like so pure. rolling so well. They they're mm -hmm. not like long, o overgrown. You know they're yep. and, and I think like you said, the big influx of golf, the fact that tee times are booked every single day, yep. has shown the cities that it's worth putting money behind. You know what Fair. I mean? To like because there is some cities that are like. I think there was a city that closed a golf course, so, you know, like... Park Hill. Oh, we yeah. We closed Park Hill. Well, yeah. Park Hill. How long ago did that close? Four or five years ago? Yep. Which, yeah, I, I guarantee you if that place is open right now, it'd be booming. Yep. Like, if you build it, they will come. Yep, <laughs> you know, 100%. There's not a golf course that's not going to have a bunch of customers at it. Every so. time I drive by it, I'm like, they might bring this back. Because yeah. I think it's privately owned now, and they were going to build houses on it. They still haven't done anything with it. I'm like... You're just wasting money not having a golf course. Yeah, it's out there just right sitting now. there. Yeah. It's so weird. I'm not gonna lie though, it was kind of a turd. Oh really? It wasn't the great. The only one I've played in Denver that I don't like is Kennedy, and that's just an absolute yeah. go track. It, Kennedy I'm I not a it fan of. Two summers ago. You had to walk? Yep. Yeah, we had to walk. I mean, there's like a there's a Day hole that has like right a quarter there. mile in between holes. Oh yeah, there is a big stretch between holes. Yeah, it's like that very just standard like public muni that's and it just, just wasn't it was dry yeah couldn't hold anything anyways the greens are super slow there too always what, what i didn't realize is like cherry creek country club we could see kennedy or you could we could see like cherry creek reservoir <laughs> it's so weird like who would have thought that on a country club named after a creek that you could actually see that creek from said country club <laughs> i mean fucking I, wow i was talking about how close it was to cherry creek asshole that's what I'm saying. Not the creek itself. I can do it myself, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, you remember that? Wait, wait, I didn't mean crashes. to just, uh, sidetrack us off of Matt, Matt Fitzpatrick here. 
No, but I do going kind of going back to uh, the the groundskeeper stuff real quick, just to wrap that up. The I think it'd be awesome to be a groundskeeper at a U.S. Open track or a, a an Open Championship track versus like a Masters or a PGA Championship because I feel like they want like you get to fuck you get to like <laughs> fuck these golfers. You know, yeah. like they're like oh. They this, want this, it to be This hard. is growing? Cool. Let's let it grow. You know, the the rough is like, oh, it's matted down. Oh, it's like six inches thick. Let it let it be. Did you see the uh, the hype video this morning that they tweeted out? Like, I'm going out or I'm shipping out to Boston. Mm-mm. They had a whole tent of all the maintenance crew and they're blaring, I'm shipping out to Boston. That's sick. Or shipping up to Boston. What is shipping up to yeah. Boston. Yeah. Uh, and then all of them like filed out of there, like to go hop on their mowers, all with the hopes of just wrecking these Boning dudes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yep. it would be fun to just be like, they'd be like, uh, you want us to mow the rough today? Nope. Let yeah. it grow. Just keep letting it grow. But that's the other thing that a lot of people don't realize too is like, in order to host events like these, the members of these country clubs have to give up so much. Like, I bet they. I don't even know if they've been open to, like, member golf at all this season. Wow. Because Or maybe, like, well, I guess it's only June. So, yeah, I bet they haven't been open to any members probably haven't played it since, like, last fall. That's kind of crazy to me. But it's for that, jeez, Louise, my voice. <laughs> uh, it's for that prestige of, like, oh, I, I belong to the country club that's hosting the u.s open you know yeah. oh yeah and and, we and had, some people just I bet eat you that get shit like up. a sister club or something that you can go for sure or yeah you get rights and, and we stuff. also had uh we had um our but my buddy on from the colorado or colorado national or what not colorado tbc colorado tbc colorado thank you um after they had just hosted the corn fairy event and he said that so many members like they their busiest day of the year was the Monday after the Corn Ferry event because so many people wanted to get out and play and the setup. Conditions. Yeah, with those conditions. All right, so today, as of right now, Matthew Fitzpatrick joins a list um, with the names Orville Moody, Paul Classic. Lowry, Sean Michael, Michael Campbell, and uh, this is not going to be it anymore. Possibly Danny Willett. What list does he join with those gentlemen? And he and this is a list that he's on now, but may never, but probably won't be on for long. First PGA Tour wins a major. Yes. Oh, nice. Well, that I guess that's incorrect, but correct. Their only PGA Tour win was a major. Okay. So, like I said, the, he, obviously uh. his first. I'm trying to find um, a, an article that that says what what players had their first win, but those players I just listed there. Are their their only ever tour victory was a major? Okay. Danny Willett's never won anything else. He's won in the European Tour, oh, just okay. not that over. That makes on the, sense. I bet yeah. there's a lot of European because he's bombing. he's mainly European Tour. Yeah. Well, and the thing was like a few years ago, because it used to be more of like you're either on the European Tour or the the PGA Tour. Um, but a few years ago, they had guys like, I mean, obviously they wanted Rory over here. They wanted uh, Paul Casey. They wanted all those guys. Um, so they made it to where you needed to play a certain amount of events to keep status. But back in the day, a lot of those guys, the only time they would play a quote-unquote PGA Tour event was the U.S. Open or the Masters. Technically, that was like right. in America. So I could I could definitely see that. But 
All right. Yeah. I have a I have a golf philosophy question for you guys. Let's hear it. So yesterday I'm playing uh, with Henry and Allie uh, and Lexi. And Henry and I decided to do a little Nassau, 10, 10, 10. And you say Nassau? Yeah. How do you it's Nassau. 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 I, I like Nassau. that, though. How do you spell that? N-A-S-S-A-U. Okay. So you like Bahamas. Where, yeah. You like can see where you go. Nass- Nassau. I like that. Like, Nassau. Like Luau. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. A little Nassau. And um, on the second hole... So first hole, like we, I think we, no, I don't, I don't. It doesn't matter. They were both tapping, so it didn't, it didn't even matter. Um, second hole, I've got a three and a half footer for par, and Henry says I want to see it. So my question to you guys is, in when you're the first person who's deciding whether or not, are you going to be more lenient or more strict? I, I think we'll have different answers on this. I personally want everything given to me. So I'm like fucking pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Because you're hoping the first to get couple it holes because I'm, Yeah, exactly. And I'm, no, I'm the same way. But I think from a strategy standpoint, I love giving it to them all day. They don't hit a short one. Then like 16 rolls around and I'm like, I want to see that three footer. Mm. They haven't hit one all day. They don't feel comfortable over it. You know, so, yeah. like really test their metal there. And I, I, I told Henry the second I said he, he said it. I'm like, you are setting a dangerous precedent. Oh well, right exactly. Now. If you have the chance to like set the precedent, uh-huh. well, the, because the first time somebody says I want to see that to me, I start motherfucking them <laughs> and motherfucking myself because I know I'm gonna miss it. Yeah, and, and I know like, I'm just gonna be two pissed holes off. Later, Allie's like, Jesus, we're gonna be out here for five hours because you guys are standing over every three footer. Grinding over. By the way, I missed the putt. (laughs) Oh, and that then you're even saltier because I had to wait for everyone. Yeah, marked it. Then I was like, I I want the flag out. It was, it was bad. But it it ended up coming back to bite him because I, I made him putt everything the rest of the day. Yeah, and he missed like two, and I missed that one, and so I ended up I I well I ended up beating him on the front nine because of that, and then it was kind of a blowout on the back nine. Nassau's kind of suck though, like from a gambling standpoint. Because if you split nines, it like you could play, and relatively, you know, it all depends on the money. We don't unit shame here, uh, but like a hundred, hundred, hundred. If there's a good chance, if you guys are close, one of you is going to win one nine, one's going to win the other nine, and then one wins the total. So it almost kind of takes out the two sides. My, I kind of feel the opposite about it. I think that there's a decent chance you win the front nine by so much that it's impossible to come back on the back nine anyway, and then you're chasing it, and then you end up losing all three. But, like, I feel well, like most cases, whoever won, won all three. See, f- for me, I guess it's different, because say you win the front nine five up, you're not really thinking about losing the match. Right. So it's you, kind of like, you're t- so you take the second nine off a little bit, maybe you lose by one, you know? Yeah. You still win the overall by four, right. but you're only winning the total. You know what I mean? So that's... Fair enough, yeah. Yeah. I, I can see where you're coming from on that. Yeah. But I still I like a good Nassau. We're the good thing about it though is it forces you. I mean, gambling just in general out on the course forces you to play real golf. Oh, for sure. And so then you know when you put in your handicap score and all that, it's like true. We have a dude out at Spring Valley, um, pretty good stick. Like he's in his probably his mid sixties, and at one time he probably played like a three or four. And now he's like an eight for being in his sixties. Pretty damn good. Um, but he's got the yips. Like, the right hand, you can just see it. Like, 
And so our buddy was playing him in match play at the spring, our Spring Valley Men's League match play. And I said, you want to piss him off, but beat him, make him putt everything. Because he legit, didn't him and another member get into it yeah, they, over putts not being given to him? Because yeah. oh, he, he was making him hit like one footers, and that's a little disrespectful. <laughs> but also, like, this guy will four putt from five feet. Yikes! Like he'll start just yipping it around the hole. I mean, if you have a if you have a reputation of missing those putts, you exactly. have no claim. I, exactly. That's why that, I'm fucked every time I play with somebody that knows me. Yeah. Because I'm like, uh, here we go. Like I, but yeah. it does feel and and that making somebody putt it could also go extremely in not in your favor because then you not only if they make it, then they're pissed off. Then you're not getting anything. But also they like Mitchell said in the opposite way they now have the confidence that they'll make those yeah. granted for me my confidence never goes up uh, on the putting surface dude th this is the self-talk is why you miss these putts <laughs> you have to talk yourself into making those not out of making them dude it's self-fulfilling for him yeah. I, i'm just real like, i know like, like, i appreciate your self-deprecating humor but <laughs> I'm like, Spence, stop talking about how you missed these putts. Just stand over it and fucking make it. Dude, so last Sunday when we played uh, played a little scramble up at Highland Meadows, shout out to that course. That's a great track. Um, it's a good, yeah, it's a really good track. Do you, you do, I, I, if I played it again, I'd do much better. I mean, it was a scramble. I'd hit a lot better shots because I, there was a few holes. We were both where, hung to the high heavens. Yeah, I was the most hungover <laughs> I've ever been until today. And then we, I'm so, driving. I haven't there. felt this way since last weekend. <laughs> since approximately last Sunday. Um, a hundred percent. Getting older, because, you're one week older. Well, the thing is, last week I was asleep by seven p.m. That's why in I the was, pool. In the pool, asleep, uh, asleep. Um, I had to be taken to bed. But th <laughs> last night I actually stayed up fairly late, but slept in today. Still hungover as shit. But we were playing in scramble. I didn't have my fucking putter, so that was a step one of being. I left it in the shop. What did you use? I it just a, a combination of RKs, Eric's, and Blazes. Never um, seen anything like it, bro. <laughs> Imagine you invite a ringer to your scramble and he shows up without his putter. <laughs> bro, it was lucky I showed up at all. To be <laughs> honest with you, with the fucking night I had. Um, but so I'm I on the 18th hole, which was our second hole. I just knew could drive. Five, ten yards off the green, all we got is a little 20-yard pitch shot over the bunker. I hit a shot to, like, eight feet. I'm, like, the last to putt. <laughs> I leave it, like, fucking three feet short. I was like, how did you not learn anything from three reads? <laughs> oh, it was so bad. But, yeah, me Spencer on the Spencer is, reads. like, what we like to call the, the first putter at the scramble. Yeah, yeah, that's because people will be like, oh, I think this is the line. And I'm like, dude, I don't give a fuck what the line is. I'm not hitting that line. Yeah. Like, I have to do it my own way. And they talked about it. That's, I think, that why I love Will Zalator so much because I can relate to him. Like, my putting stroke is a fucking half seizure when I take it back for sure. <laughs> Um, but he, when they were talking about it today, like he, he obviously does the little thing, you know, I don't know if that's intentional, unintentional, or he just can't control it, but they did, they did say that he like, he basically hits it with the toe and cuts across it. And that's one thing that's tough in a scramble is like, you know, RK, you're really good. Mitchell, you're a really good putter. Both of you guys are solid putters. So like, I, I'm like, Hey, if you line it up on this line, I have confidence in both of you guys that you'll hit that line. Me, I'm like, well, fuck. I'm going to aim it left of that, slice it right of that, and it may go into the hole. Yeah, there there is something to, like, when somebody's like, oh, that line was wrong, and it's like, no, you hit it too hard. Yeah. You know, like, that... It, this happens a lot with Allie when I'm trying to help her with, with putts. Okay. Because, like, 
and it's just anyone. Her and Kylie are just like hammer time. Well, yeah, it's like, okay, so you need to aim it here. And then I'm like, you need to go a little further left, a little further left, a little further left. And then she hammers it and it goes way left. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I didn't know you were going to hit it that hard. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one thing you kind of have to do is like determine speed that's whenever whenever i'm playing in a scramble i'm like how hard are you planning on hitting this yeah like if you're planning on dying it then obviously playing a little bit more break if you're not planning on hitting it very hard or if you're planning on hammering it whatever you know you just have to to match up speed and and amount of break you're playing do you think that's just like your own personal philosophy because i feel like i'm a diet in putter but i is that good or bad like is that well, better or worse I it like just you depends. End up missing more short. Um, dying it in makes the hole the biggest possible. Like you're not taking any part out of the mm. hole because it can fall in either side if it's yeah. you know. Versus if you are hitting it very hard, you you have to pretty much hit it in the center. But then, um, like there's guys like Ricky Fowler. He's so good inside ten feet, or at least he wasn't his prime. And he hammered every short putt. Yeah. Like, if you are that confident in your stroke and that confident in your line, then there's nothing wrong with, you know, having pace like two feet past. Yeah. Um, I, th I think, the, well, when I putt with those mallet putters, I can see why people hammer it in because it's so easy to putt it straight with those putters. Like, and, and for the first time, literally in 10 years, I'm considering switching my putter because I, I got alley one and I put with it. I'm like, oh my God, it's almost impossible to miss your line with this thing. Like it all comes down to pace after you just line up your ball and then line that mallet up with it. And it's just like rolls end over end every time. Well, see the other thing too, is I can almost guarantee you hers is face balanced. So if you hold the putter up, like by the shaft right here, the face is going to sit Flat. horizontally, which means it's the weight is distributed evenly. Yours is a very toe heavy putter. Mm -hmm. Like if you hold it up by the shaft, it's leaning vertically down. Like, so that, that creates a lot more face rotation. Mm. So then there's a lot more opening, closing the face versus a face balance putter is more built for a straight back, straight through type of putting stroke. I w yeah, I w I've always wondered that because I remember after I got my putter, Phil Mickelson kind of uses the same shape or at least did yeah. then. He was like, the reason I use this shape is because I kind of have a little bit more curvature to my putting stroke. And I was like, I'm pretty straight back, straight through. Like, am I using the right putter? And then I was just like, I bought this thing. I'm going to learn how to putt with it. I've been using it ever since and putting well with it. But yeah, I'm telling you, that thing is a laser. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever go back to a blade again. Um, just because like I, I just like the feel of a mallet where it doesn't tend to move as much, you know, and that's, what's so amazing too, about Will Zalatoris doing that with the fucking spaceship putter he's got. He's well, and he's, he's got it anchored to his arm. Like, yeah, he's, how and can he even he... does the thing with the, have you seen what he does with his shirt? Does he tuck it? He takes his shirt and tucks it in. So to like, he wants to feel like his, it, his that elbow, connection like, right connected, there. Yeah. yeah. And he's still just got that bad of a move at it. Um, we've got a Relatable. comment from Joel Brimelow here on uh, YouTube. Dude, we, we feel bad for Will, too, but the thing is he's, and like you said, he 100% won't win a major in the near future. A good thing to do with majors is uh, hop on the DraftKings Sportsbook when they have the odds up and bet a guy for all four of them. You know, mm. like, put because... You week to week, you know, in their career or their, how they're playing that week leads leading up to it. You never know. Yeah. But I bet you, 
I bet you before 2023, well, that'll only give me five. I'll, I'll stick with it. Before 2023 is over, so the Open Championship and then the five majors next year, Will Zalatoris will win one of those. I think he will. And so it's. But I think he's got to win a PGA Tour event before uh, he can win a major. Eventually, like, Matt you get this. Patrick just fucking did it. Okay, but he won on the European Tour. It's different. Eventually, you just get this, like, always a bridesmaid, never a bride name next to yours and then you start questioning it well then it, it becomes a self yeah yeah self-fulfilling prophecy where you're like am i that guy and then you become that guy totally but he's just i i don't know it's been so rare in past pj tour years that a putter that bad wins anything yeah guy like, that's 198 i mean keegan, keegan bradley is probably the last one that comes to mind that is a pretty fucking bad putter that won a major boo weekly back in the day he was one he was one of the best ball strikers one of the worst putters how does that happen it, to me it's so easy to learn like putting is the one that you can practice your way into being good. I, but i also think it's one of the more mental things that's true, in that's game. True. like it's hard to most hard to overcome mentally if you start thinking that you suck yeah i know dude like kills me every time <laughs> well i will say i i'm interested like i'd i'd like to talk to like will zalatoris's coach or just his caddy and see if he it, it's at the point now where he's constantly working on it and it just can't get better or he is like he okay, just like leaves this it is what i do yeah i'm obviously good enough to be in all these tournaments i don't you know obviously they're always working on their game but it's more like okay all right, I'm fucked here. Why don't I just hit the ball and be yeah. the best ball striker all around the course on tour? Yeah, kind of cover up all your mis- you know, like it, putting is one thing that you can't cover up. Yeah. Unless you're especially on a tougher course cuz there is going to be 8-10 footers for par unless you just fucking have the ball striking rounds <laughs> of your life. Yep. And don't miss a shot all week, which is possible, but like what we've talked about with the US Open you hit one wonky shot, there's a bogey or a double. Yep. Like, Which is funny because going back to the conversation about giving giving putts, I always want to give stuff to guys because I'm like, I don't want to beat them off of them missing a three-footer, which is so dumb because it's like, it's still, it's just as, you know, yeah. that stroke counts just as much as the one back there. Absolutely. But it, it does feel like if, if, you, if you and I played stroke for stroke through the, you know, through 18 holes and on the 18th, I, I made you show me a two and a half footer and you missed it. Like I wouldn't feel good about that. Yeah. Well, but see, dude, that's like, for me, like when I look at guys that are, your guys is like taller, hit it further than me. That's the only way I like, yeah, yeah, that's my advantage. So I, they, I'm going to get beat in other areas. So I need to, to take advantage of where I know I'm better. You know what I mean? And it's it, it's also funny giving away those putts because you know sometimes it'll get out of control. You'll start giving away five footers, and oh yeah, if like, you're that's if you're where just, tournaments are real golf is won and lost. Oh absolutely, yeah. If you're just playing like tummy sticks with your match play partner, <laughs> giving every four or five footer, <laughs> right, when it's on the green, you yeah, fucking, quick rake in it. Good, good. Next, like, yeah. You both have six footers. But the but the best thing is then when you pull out the uh, like on sixteen or seventeen, you're like, let's see that, and they they. Like you get them in the mindset of just assuming it's yep. going to be good, and then you make them hit that one. That's that'll throw some dudes into a tailspin. Yep, I would say for anyone who is like just starting to get good at golf or like starting to bet with their buddies, when you aren't betting, put those out. Yeah, because 
for me, I went a long time in my life not putting those. And then when I started betting my friends and I had to putt them, it was like, oh, God, this yeah. is intense. You'd you much know? rather get comfortable with it earlier. Yeah. You'd rather and, – and that's the thing, like, it's – also, there, if you end up missing them and blowing up your scores, it'll higher your handicap, which will help you. Yeah, there you go. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, no shit. I need more strokes because I can't make a three-footer. <laughs> um, but there's another aspect to it also where, oh, like anything in life, when somebody expects something, you almost don't want to give it to them. When somebody expects to like hit the three-footer, you're like, oh, you're good, dude. Yep. But when somebody expects it to be given, you're like, fuck that. Like, let's you see it. You can see the body language, oh, too. For, yeah, exactly. As soon as they leave it three feet, they look over to you to yeah. see if you're going to say that's good. You're like, mm, If you're they just walk up and throw no. a mark this on it and start, me. like, lining it up. You guys are just describing me so much. <laughs> I, I hit it close enough, and I'm like... <laughs> what? The uh, worst thing you could ever you do got, is say, is that like, good? You got, you got fucking lockjaw over there? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> fucking crickets out here. <laughs> just silence. Let's uh. see it. Well, and the other thing, too, is it's happened in the Ryder Cup. Or not the Ryder Cup, maybe the, the Solheim Cup. If there's a six-incher, like, you have to vocalize technically that it's good. But it's so dumb. Like, one chick quick-raked a six-incher, and the other lady's like, I didn't tell you that was good. And so she automatically conceded the hole. Oh, like, lame. that shit's... That's ticky tack. Yeah, like, it is for sure. Yeah, that's, but you also got to know. You got to hear it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you can't assume. You definitely look like a dumbass. But one time I was playing in a tournament and some kid's dad <laughs> tried to penalize me because his kid asked me to move my mark, so I did, and then I moved it back. And he's like, "I didn't see you line that up with another with whatever you call it, like a point of reference." Oh yeah. And he's like, "That's a two-stroke penalty," and I was like, "Bro, you can suck me." <laughs> First Here's of an all, idea. what are you Blow doing me. out here? <laughs> oh, dude, well, one time I got penalized at a, a U.S. junior amateur qualifier. Um, and it, for what it's worth, I, li I did line it up. I just did it on the green. Like, there was a dark spot right past it. So I'm like, all right, I'm lining it up with the dark spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had – I was playing in the U.S. junior am qualifiers, 36 holes. I only made it 18. I was like, fuck this. Shot like 74, 75. I was out. Um because I was sick, and I was going to Florida the next week to play in, like, the Junior Ryder Cup deal, whatever. Uh, but I got penalized. Like, one kid called a penalty on me because I had, like, a bad cold. And I, I, hit, I hit it somewhere fucking wonky. My mom pushed my push cart, like, 20 yards. Oh, my God. And he goes, she can't caddy for you. That's a penalty. I was like, dude, I, I, just in the interest of time, and I know it's not – Correct, but if it's safe, if if that was my playing partner and it was helping us keep up with pace, I'd be like, do what you need to do. Yep. It's not like she's hoofing it for five or six holes with her fuck with my bag on her back. You know what I mean? She was just like helping me figure my shit out because I mean I'm 27 and I have no clue what I'm doing. Imagine what I looked like when I was 16. <laughs> um, it was just all over the place. But yeah, that there's definitely like ticky tack. Oh, that just reminded me of. Uh, <laughs> What did you think of the guy coming back to the tee box for a mulligan in a scramble? Oh, that was a rough look. Oh. Yeah, like, you, if you can't have four shots that one of them's, like, relatively good enough on a par five where the pin was just completely tucked, no matter, like, we had no chance of getting close to it anyways. And, yeah, and they're in a scramble. It's already slow as shit. This guy drives all the way back. He's like, oh, I got a re-tee. We're like, dude. I'm like, dude. I've never, like, I think... 
it's one of the most like empathetic like feelings in golf when you're standing on a tee and you see somebody heading back because we've all been there you know you're like oh and and your head's like hanging you're like fuck because my, my thing is when i was in tournaments i always hit a provisional if there's any chance because i wanted that rhythm shot for you sure know what i mean i'm like this is like a if if it does if i don't end up using this this is just like a free range shot yeah like because you know you obviously sprayed the first one or whatever i'm like all right well i'm gonna hit a provisional just to get another look at i this remember thing. we had this kid i played against this kid in high school that uh i forget what what school he was from but they showed up kind of late so he didn't get to warm up he had a provisional on every shot and it was technically against the rules like he hit, hit one in the middle <clears> of the fairways like i'm gonna hit a provisional I'm like that, yeah, that's yeah, sketch. but just to get like swings in, so I yeah. kind of felt for him, but at the same time, I'm like you can't really do that, yeah. Bro. <laughs> oh, oh, it, but high school like me just didn't give a shit, yeah. Like, or is there an actual rule that's like it has to be? I mean, it's without. all within your group. Like yeah. if your group's like, yeah, that could uh, be gone, okay. then they can agree. But like, you can't see your ball in the middle of the fairway and be like, I'm gonna hit another. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, for sure. So and plus, it takes forever. Because if of course. You, you have dudes hitting two tee shots, like, bro, we're two holes behind. <laughs> like, oh, speaking of that, uh, it was funny because Brooks Kepka got paired with, what is that kid's name? Was it Travis Vick? The oh, the low kid, am? The low am from Texas. Uh, shout out to him. Congratulations. I think that gets him a master's. golf name. Gets him a master's invite. Travis Vick. Yeah, like. Yeah, very, like, like Texas, like, golf yeah, prodigy kind yeah, of name. You're like, yeah, that sounds right. Um, but he was playing pretty fucking slow. Like they were, and he was looking for a lot of balls too. So uh, relatable. But <laughs> but Kepka was just like ready to be done. You could see it. Mm. And uh, Vic was slow playing the fuck out of him. Like not. I don't, I don't think it was on purpose. But they were on four. The group that had teed off in front of them was already on six. Oh. And shit. it was. I think it was twosomes. So it's not like there's a lot of fingers to be pointed in different directions. Right. Well, and have you ever heard uh, Kepka's thing about how he gets bored on the back nine? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, I think 12 through 14, he just has to keep like blacks. He like blacks out. I honestly think that's got to be some of the worst because, you know, we all love golf. Golf. When golf is your job, it actually, you know, makes you love it a little bit less. But then these guys, it's their full time playing golf is their job. Like I can only imagine how how boring it must be for some of them sometimes when they're, they're out. completely out of contention. They've already won tournaments, so they know they can win them. They're not like a guy that's like, oh, if I jump 10 spots from 40th to 20th or 30th on a Sunday, I'll make this much money that I need. Yeah. You know, the guys that have the money and have been there, that's just got to be like the most boring. But from they a play- have like a cash out option. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, this that, is incredible. Right? <laughs> We need to fucking bring like, this to the people. That is tour. genius, dude. Like an early cash out on a parlay. Right. So, like, let's say, you know, they're, with the position they're in, if they finish there, they make $35,000. But for the round, like the DJ's just like, hey, we'll give you twenty three. And yeah. they're just like, cool, yeah, I'm out of here. That's That'd be so genius. Fucking I've, galaxy brain stuff over but, here on Big Drive Energy. What I will say is, like, from a playing perspective, there is a lot of times where you can be, like, out of contention or whatever, but coming down the back nine, you can find something, and that can translate into the next week. Yep. Like, even if Which, you're... Go, I, go ahead. I think that's what Vasilevsky was trying to do last night. Yeah, that's why they left him in. Yeah, he also apparently has, like, the fourth longest streak for without being pulled oh, in NHL history. That's so they're just keeping the streak. But I legitimately think he was probably like, hey, like, let me just 
glove a couple of these, which he did absolutely <laughs> did not do. Um, but what was his save percentage like? Seven sixty last night. God, I can't even imagine. But the they just kept beating him in the same spots. Over yeah. And over. But I assume what he was like. I just want to get a better feel for the way the puck comes off these guys. Like, and there's definitely something to that. Like getting a little bit of momentum. So. Oh, for yeah. sure. And the, I saw a tweet today that I sent to all all my buddies in Tampa, and it was, "What time is it in Tampa Bay?" Seven past Vasilevsky. I about fucking so pissed good. myself. I saw that, that was awesome. one too. Um, speaking of back nines, before we wrap this up real quick, uh, Cameron Young had about the most amazing back nine I've when, ever seen. When you PGA said back player. nines, I thought you were gonna do a manscapery. Uh, that's <laughs> cleaning up our nine. back nine. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. That's yeah. actually a good point. Use the use the code BDE. Uh, at manscaped.com and get 20% off. They got the lawnmower 4.0. Phenomenal product. You can clean up your entire back nine. Trim it down. Get it clean. And your front nine. And your yeah. front nine. Yeah, actually. Just the whole... And at the turn, too. That might be the scariest <laughs> part. But... but Is that the gooch? Yeah. Yeah, okay. The taint. Yeah. The taint. That's you know. I was just okay. I was just making the. That we yeah. I was just confirming what that, we're talking. That about. is the turn is the hardest, scariest part. But dude, you got the little light on there. You just get your legs. Real what are spread. you? Are you in fucking Cirque du Soleil? How can you see that? Dude, what are you? I, I'm pretty. Are flexible. you a contortionist? I'm actually not. <laughs> Everyone should be familiar with catching a buzz at the turn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what you do with Manscaped. Like so shout out to Manscaped. Go over to manscaped.com. Use our promo code BDE and you're getting 20% off. They have a bunch of stuff that we always use on the golf course. Crop preserver. They have a foot preserver, which I need um, for sure. I, I have some uh, some pretty bad dog. Do My dogs socks? are barking. It looks like you need a new pair. Dude, this is, yeah, I just really love these socks. So let's not sock shame me. holding on to um, <laughs> Speaking of uh, crazy Sock back shaming. nines, though, uh, I did send this to Mitchell. Cameron Young shot 36 on the back nine the other day. Okay. Uh, not a bad, not a bad, right? 36, one over par. He was just about to make, or right on the cut line, so he probably needed a 35. He goes bogey, par, quad, bogey, birdie, hole in one, birdie, birdie, par. Wow. <laughs> the most unreal turn of a for him to go birdie birdie after the hole in one is pretty in the quad yeah yeah so uh as you guys know my buddy bryce made a hole in one last weekend at estes park golf course shout out bryce bowden um, that's so fucking electric. on a par four. Oh my god um it there's there's some short ones up there at estes so this was 268 yards was um, it driver five wood okay uh like high draw Couple bounces and trickle into the could hole. Could you see it go in? I, did, I wasn't in his group. Okay, um, could they see it go in so or did they know? What, no. One dude in the group was like, they were all like, oh my God, that's tight. And then one dude in the group was like, I think it went in. That's and so nuts. then they got up to the green and of course they didn't see a ball up there and they're just like, please, please, please. Yeah. This is electric. Um, but he ends up shooting 68, round of his life. But. After the hole in one, he went double double. Oh fuck! Gave so it all back. He legitimately had a chance. If those are just pars, he shoots. What's the par there? Uh, seventy. Okay. If those are just pars, he has a chance to shoot sixty-four. Yeah. Course probably. record is sixty-three. Wow. So he, he had a chance to test the course record that's, if he doesn't. That's obviously wild. he's going crazy. They take like four shots. Right there was a bar set up like right after that hole that's so awesome. of course they like go nuts and he goes double double and still shoots 68 oh uh, dude yeah mid-course bar setup is elite yeah oh like snack setup yeah. like uh, i on i love bev carts like obviously that's a, a classic thing but also like at your nicer places like cgc 
and like the sanctuary's got it where they've got these like setups between four and five and like 13 yes. and four, 14 15 big like intersection yeah where you can just grab whatever you need you know you're not like going without anything yeah so so clutch Allie and i played a course in cabo that was all-inclusive price every four holes they had what they call the casita which had food and a full bar Oh, man. And it was all f- included. So you what? get whatever you wanted every four holes. Oh, I'd be shit faced. Yeah, I wouldn't make it through 18 we w- at that point. The worst place. part is they were, we were having a great time, you know, taking advantage, getting tacos at every four holes, you know, tequila sodas, whatever. And then they started uh, pressuring us to play faster. And I'm like, you guys have a fucking bar every four <laughs> holes. You expect me to just. No, it was the, it was the Ranger because the, ra- the Ranger. Well, he was just like, hey, you guys are two holes behind. I'm like, no one else is stopping it, dude. These we have in a few scrambles, like whenever there's liquor on a hole, we had a group let four groups play through them <laughs> to stay sure. at the tent, yes. and you just that. know you're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, take your shot and go. Like, I get it. They took like four shots. They didn't. They finished in like six and a half hours. I'm like, this is not what I wanted to do with my fucking work day. Yeah, I don't even like um, stopping at the turn. For oh really? Yeah. Not, it gives me anxiety. Because I'm just like, ah, that hole is just open right now. And we're just uh, in here in the... I guess I haven't played 18 holes in so long, I don't even know what that feels like. That hurts I think my last three rounds were nine holes, and that's been like the last month of my golf. After work at Spring Valley? Yeah. That's it. Damn, bro, we got to get you out there. I know. I know. Well, so we're getting... We need to get Mitch out on the course, but we're also going to get all of you guys out on the course here in the next month. Um, look for some stuff from our socials, big, at Big Drive Energy on Twitter, uh, DNVR Sports on Twitter and Instagram as well. Some are saying that there's a, another tournament happening in the first week of August. There's also going to be another golf-related style event in the middle of July. Um, that has been booked. I'm not going to fully release all the details right now because they are not dialed in but as of this week uh later this week make sure you're following us on our social socials and checking these out because we're going to have a golf related event july 14th and then we have a golf tournament uh august 5th so both these details are still getting lined out but this next week you will see a bunch of that stuff come up on our social channels so make sure you're following um also shout out to all the fathers out there happy father's day uh great day for matt fitzpatrick to give his father one of probably one of the greatest gifts he's ever gotten because you know that matt didn't get there without his dad's help and not necessarily maybe maybe being a swing coach i don't know how involved he was but uh golf's not an easy sport to play as a kid it's not not cheap takes a lot of time so um shout out to all the fathers out there happy father's day you guys got anything else Oh, I just wanted to say, man, 100 episodes. Congrats to you guys. Uh, yes. And I, Thank and you. Like, uh, 100. Keeping it 100. Watching you guys get better and better at this has been really sick. Like, even especially these last couple episodes, <laughs> the ones you did with Sternad and Alex Singleton, the one you did with Moj, you guys have, like, fully hit your stride. I knew you guys were fucking hilarious in real life. Now you can, like, I feel like people that tune into this show are really getting to see your full personality. So congrats on 100, and here's to 100 and thousands more appreciate you man thank you yeah it's it's funny to think uh we'll end it on this just like how timid and shy we were when you hosted our first pod and we're like oh god i really hope rk says something oh god like fill this time oh god somebody say something yeah i'm looking at mitchell i'm like fuck i got nothing i still Uh, do that you did that two weeks ago (laughs) but yeah i did no i did i mean i am i was given the gift from god of just talking 
keep what, going. Was that even English? I don't yes, even know if my your gift from God. Yeah, I just fucking talk incessantly. So <laughs> Spencer, whenever he bla- his fucking last bla- night you went mute on. Us. Yeah, I, I was. That's usually what I do when I when I know like I don't know if it's a good thing or not, but when I know in my brain that I, if I try to say something <laughs> and it's just not gonna come out correctly, I just won't say it. So like when I just shut the fuck up, I'm probably drunk. I'm really drunk. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Uh, or what are you fucking looking at me for again? Like, uh, uh, you want me to say something? You guys talked uh, about awkward silences. And yeah, Spencer's just like staring at me. Like, them with with his mouth open. Uh, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, but yeah, hundred episodes. It's been it's been a blast. First hundred down, a million more to go. Let's go. Thanks for tuning in. We will not have a live podcast this Tuesday because of this today, um, but we will have a guest for you guys the following Tuesday. Not going to release that yet because I want to keep it secret. We got secrets today. um, And we're going to have a ton of stuff. So seriously, make sure you're following uh, along this week on socials. We're going to have a ton of stuff released that you can sign up for. Um, More great golf stuff. You know, the Avs are about to hoist the Stanley Cup. Then we got the Rockies and we got golf all summer. So Knock make sure wood. you're, uh, yeah. Yep. Everybody Let's go Avs. Feeling good. Let's go Avs. Peace. We'll talk to you guys later.